Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 53 of the Travel Mation podcast, where we talk about all things travel, Disney, and more. Now, today we have had so many updates from Walt Disney World this week. So we thought we got we to gotta do a whole episode to just give you the latest and greatest news from Walt Disney World. So stick around for that. We've also got trivia with Tim at the end of the show. So if you want some free Travel Mission swag, stick around for that and you just might win. Let's go. All right, the gang is back. We are no longer babies. We are officially, we have a year of episodes behind us, and now we're basically experts, right, guys? Yes, we are. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would go as far as experts, but, you know. Professional podcasters. That's right. Some time under our belt. So, here we are. Well, it's going to be a big week because Disney dropped all the news. All the news. This week. They are coming out left and right, and we're just going to go through all of it because we want you guys to feel like you have all the updates. We want you to be the one at the party saying, hey, did you hear this? Because I did. And that way you can be the most Disney nerded of all your friends. So we've got a lot of great stuff. What are you guys most excited about, though, from this week? Well, I actually wanted to mention something that happened last week that blew up my Instagram and uh, I had my mom texting me, telling me Uh-oh. I was wrong. Uh-oh. That Goofy is a dog. <laughs> he is a dog, <laughs> not a totally cow. A dog. So here's what happened. I I thought he was a dog. Like I always thought he was a dog. And then I don't That's know. That's not what you said last I week. Heard, mm-hmm. I heard somewhere along the, the road sometime that um he was in fact a cow and i <laughs> stupidly went for it on the weekend um, what, um, what road weekend. were you on when you heard this I, I don't remember where i heard it but i heard that no he's a cow and i was like oh my gosh well, that's crazy after no all, we definitely had we had all the listeners tagging us and instagramming <laughs> and my mom. Uh, I was on Runaway Railway, and I leaned over to the person next to me. and was like, he's not a cow, right? <laughs> he's definitely a dog. Yeah. Good times. Uh, so then back to my point, it stands true. He's really smart then. Because yeah. Because Pluto can't even talk. Nope. So, but Goofy's got it going saying. on. Goofy, he may look dumb, but he's the smartest no. of all the talking dogs. That's right. He's living his best life. So so anyways, what what also happened last week was... We on this show told oh. the future again. Again, again. three weeks we in a row. Golly. And listen, guys, we, we try to record as late as we possibly can in the week so that you guys are getting the freshest news. But there's times when we'll record on a Wednesday, Disney will drop something Saturday, and there's just not enough time to do no the episode. So it's funny, but it happened again this week, and it literally was the third week in a row that we called it. And what was it? The contemporary rooms. Yep. That's right. It was like Incredibles 12 overlay. hours after we recorded and they came yep. out with it. We were so pissed. <laughs> Although they they confirmed the you know renovation at the wave, but they have not said what it's gonna be yet. So there's mm-hmm. there's still time to speculate there. So 
Well, I think our, our points stand valid, and so maybe it's for the next update of the Contemporary. I do think a very retro theme there would be cool. Um, but let's talk about that first, because that is the hottest of the news. What do you guys think of the Incredibles rooms? Oh, my gosh. I think they are so well done. I mean, there's there's a lot of IP that can look not so great, and I think this is so tastefully done. I love the suits in the closet. I think they did a great job. It's subtle, yet it's obvious at the same time. I love them. And for anybody who has stayed in a contemporary room within the last five years or whatever, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm so excited for the bathroom renovation. And they got rid of those sinks (laughs) that were like... They're so short. They were massive squares that were like one inch deep and they didn't drain. And like, it was the worst sink on property. I was like, what were y'all doing when they put these in? Um, so yeah, I'm pumped. I I did have a little bit of beef. I think we texted about this. Um, when this news dropped, me and Austin were walking into Epcot. And so all three of us were texting. And I saw somebody on Twitter post a picture of the renovated Pop Century Room and the renovated contemporary room and they're like i don't see the 600 dollars difference and i was like okay wow. first of all the room <laughs> is literally twice the size Location. like 200 <laughs> yeah. square feet to like 450 yeah. right um and i mean you could go on and on and on the amenities the location you can literally walk um to the magic kingdom you've got i mean you know that's worth it in and of itself. I could stay in a cardboard box yeah. if I didn't have to take the monorail after fireworks. <laughs> or a bus or anything. Yeah, exactly. Let me sleep in my car for $600. Thank you, Bob. Um, so, no, I just thought that was amusing because that there's there's no comparison. I love the rooms. I think I think it's – and we'll get to another one, another update later in the show where I don't necessarily agree with the IP that they're putting in, but – I love the use of this, like the Incredibles, the theming. Like if you watched the movie, the house they were in, like it's got those vibes of the contemporary yeah. resort. So I love it. I yeah. think they did a great job. What's so cool about this to me is that in the 70s, this was the look. Uh-huh. Right? Like in yep. 71, when the contemporary opened, this was the <laughs> look. So but that modern, what's the what's the name of it? The official like design name? Uh, mid-century modern modern, yeah they call it like mid-century modern is now coming back it's gone full circle in 50 years to where that which is a 50 year old style is now modern and contemporary again (laughs) and that's what i think is so cool about it so completely agree i think they went a little far on the ip i honestly think i would change one thing i would get rid of the edna mode pillow the pillows are a bit only thing i think like that's a little creepy i don't want her face did you like the frozen pillow great (laughs) i think he's cool i think think it's great yeah but yeah for some reason that the eyeglasses there i was like it just seems a tad too far yeah but i i like i love the super suits like you were saying christina that's so funny in the closets and and just the mid-century modern feel, I just feel like feels so clean and sharp. Like that, I think when we get inside those rooms, because even in the pop century rooms, they feel nicer with that feel. Mm. So I think it's going to do the exact same thing for the contemporary. Totally. I agree. Now, there are there. this is a question and a statement for the listener. Are they renovating the garden wing or is it just the tower? Oh, yeah. I think it's all the rooms. Okay. Yeah, so I think they started two. with the tower, and then they'll probably, 
once those are open, they'll probably swap and do the garden wing. But I saw that they're closing down the uh, the first floor check-in area and all that. That's all being renovated. It's going to be like a more open kiosk check-in area. Um, so yeah, they're really they're really renovating the lobby and everything. So I think it's great. That's awesome. All yep. right, let's stick with resorts because there were a couple other resort updates this week. Animal Kingdom's reopening. Yes, sir. Finally. Finally. And those of you who might be listening would say, I've already stayed at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> You've stayed in the DVC sections of Animal Kingdom. This is the resort. Right. And while it doesn't feel like there's a big difference, there is in the sense that it just changes the booking engine and the suites and so many different things. But now what's, it especially matters for 2022. What's interesting is we didn't get dates for Jico or Boma, um, but Sanaa's yeah. open... And I guess the Mara will fully open their quick service because it's gonna it's been like kind of open. So um but I do think it was interesting. Disney made such a big deal about when club level was reopening. Um so you had like three resorts in September and then a couple in December. Well, then a week later they announced Animal Kingdom's opening and Club Level is open like the first week it opens in August. So that'll <laughs> yeah. be the first club lounge that opens for club level. So um, but yeah, that's a big deal. So I actually, Austin, this could be our fourth week in a row right here. Oh, Are no. you ready for this Ooh. tidbit? Drop it like it's hot. Right before we started recording, I saw on a Facebook group that I'm a part of that a travel agent was searching for rooms in September and Port Orleans Riverside showed up and showed up with pricing but you couldn't select it to put it in your cart. I did so I'm just saying, well. if if this if that drops before this episode drops, I can't even <laughs> four in a row. <laughs> that's Come right. On. So that and dining, and dining. plan. Those are the yeah, ones we're going to call right. again. That's because right. Because the whispers are getting louder. Oh, they're very loud. Oh, we're, yeah. But no, I'm I'm glad Animal Kingdom's finally reopening. Um, it's funny. I was trying to book this for a client a couple months ago and the cast member on the phone, this is a Disney cast member. I don't remember their name. They swore that there were three sections of animal kingdom, Jumbo house, Kadani village, and some third section that was the hotel. And I was like, listen, that's not true. No, there's Jumbo house and Kadani <laughs> village too. And there, there are DVC in within them. She was like, "No, there's a third one." I was oh like, my goodness! Okay. <laughs> so maybe just they're funny, funny times on the lines. Yeah. Maybe they're opening a new one. We don't know about. Yeah, maybe it'll have that skyline, or we find that's right. Yeah. That's right. Right inside the savannah. Just kidding. No. And then, <laughs> and then we got the uh, official reopening date for the Poly Polynesian Resort. Finally. That's exciting. What date is that, Christina? Uh, July nineteenth. Very exciting. Mm. That is right around the corner. Um, but the monitor, they're still working on the monorail. So that's not going to be open for a few more months. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like September. everything, like the port cochere, the lobby, check-in, all of that will reopen. It'll just be the monorail. What do they say? September yeah. for the monorail, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Which I know that's taken a lot longer, but by then Ohana will have reopened. Maybe we'll get Trader Sam's back before then. Who knows? So yeah. Man, it's really starting to feel like Disney World is back. I mean, when we were there this past weekend, it was... So, Christina, I don't know if we mentioned this to you, but 
<laughs> our first our first night in the villa we had to audible dinner so the ohana chef was supposed to come friday oh no he had to come saturday and it was totally fine like we were completely flexible um and so we basically rope dropped the lounge at topolino's which is a pro tip if you're looking yep. for a dining reservation at topolino's just go right when they open at like 4 30 or 5 and they'll seat you. Um, At least 4.30 because there was a line by the time it was oh yeah. to 5. Yeah, but we got a table of 12 with no reservation. So. But that was the first night that cast members didn't have to wear mask indoors. And our server had no mask on. And it was like a game changer. Like, yep. you didn't have to like, excuse, what did you say? I can't under, you know. Oh, I know. And, and like, they were so happy. So, I don't know. That was a big deal for us just to be able to interact and not have that barrier there. So that's so awesome. It's really exciting news. That was huge. The Ohana chef was amazing while we're on the Polynesian. So I am so excited to get Ohana back. Oh yeah. Noodles. Do you guys have reservations at all for that? Have y'all booked Ohana? No, it's not open for my 60 day window yet. Oh, I'm sure you'll get breakfast booked. Don't, don't let us down Austin. (laughs) Well, I'm excited because it's the way we've always wanted it. It's cheaper. It's breakfast without the characters. Yep. Yeah, it's like half the price. The same breakfast, but without the yeah, without the character tax. Praise so, the Lord. What was funny, and we have to say this to keep it on the record, a lot of people, you know, thought we were super bougie for having the private Ohana chef in our grand villa. Mm-mm. And while that does sound bougie, it was cheaper than booking the Polynesian Ohana. Standard true. pricing. So it's true. And we didn't leave the room. You. I would prefer so. that. Right? <laughs> and then I saw a tweet yesterday or the day before with monorail pilot, captain, driver, people walking around the Epcot monorail station, like training. So do we think that's going to be reopening shortly? Yes. It has to. Definitely. So here's my thought. Like, I, I think I can understand why Disney has not opened that because... In the past, like, six to nine months, literally almost every resort on the monorail has had construction going on. I mean, the Polynesian, all those hotel rooms have been closed. The Contemporary, they've had all the main tower blocked off for, like, since April. So, like, I can't imagine there's a ton of people staying at those hotels to need the monorail. So, yeah. but you've got the Poly reopen in July, the Contemporary reopening in September, so I would say by September at the latest, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you think? No, they need, they'd it, they need every avenue open for the 50th and the yep. park hopping and <laughs> yes. the craziness that's going to happen then. All the things. They yep. need everything open. For sure. My guess is it's, you know, they would love to open everything back the way it was, but I'm sure it's a staffing thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, we were talking to the chef from Ohana and he's like, I, I originally got put at Cosmic Rays. Oh, my gosh. And you think about that. Oh it's like God. they have their most quality people. He was a just- chef at Topolino's when he got furloughed. He was like second in charge at Topolino's. And then he was doing janitorial and greeting at Cosmic Rays when he oh. got called back. So like, that's tough when you're staffing, you know, 30,000 plus people and you have those kind of setbacks, it's like you, you have to change everything. Everything. So I empathize and I I get it, but it is, it's fascinating that it's been open since July. We're almost a year of being fully reopened. And I feel like every week we have news about something new coming back. I think the, the, the rate of speed with which they're opening stuff now 
is due to one thing, and that's the the CP, the college program starting. Yeah. Now that they have those those kids back and they can staff stuff easier. And you just can't keep up with the news and what's reopening. I mean, it's multiple things a day, which is the main reason why we wanted to to do this episode because there just is so much information coming out daily and multiple things are reopening daily, which just goes to show how diverse and how big Disney World is and how you're never going to see it all. And how important it is to listen to a weekly podcast that gives you the latest and greatest news. That's right. That what too. else would you do? So let's move to dining next, because that's what I'm the most excited about. <laughs> really quick, before we jump to dining, I just want, Christina, will you hit on the resort perks oh, that are coming exclusively yes. for the 50th? Oh, just yes. because that was last week's episode. I want to hit that addendum, and then we'll move on. That yes. is true, and I kind of love what they're doing. But beginning mm-hmm. in early October, um, Deluxe Resort and Villa Guests will get extended evening hours on select nights at select parks, um, which kind of reminds me a little bit of Universal, where Mm -hmm, if you stay at those premier or those deluxe resorts, you get a perk out of it outside of, you know, being close, your proximity or whatever. But um, And you can get the express pass, and it totally validates spending that money and staying there. So... They are kind of bringing that over here and um, giving you some extra perks for staying in a deluxe resort. So it's going to be extra hours at night. And then um, beginning October 1st, Disney guests of any resort, uh, there will be early theme park entry, which is also amazing and a little bit like how Universal does it. And we received a very cryptic email today about... um, Very cryptic. (laughs) The Disney dining plan, um, the statement, I believe, was while we're not quite ready to share an update on timing, we are planning to bring this guest favorite option back at a later date. So you couldn't be more vague, but I think it's coming back soon. It'll probably be here before the 50th if I had to bet. Um, Uh But yeah, so the fact that they even mentioned the word dining in an email today and that it is somehow coming back at some point in time is exciting. That's huge. Yeah. It's a big deal. We are happy about that. And they that. haven't, you know, Disney typically, like other than the Splash Mountain refurb, they don't typically wait, you know, they don't announce things a year out right now. Right. They're really staying close to the vest. So when they make an announcement, it's probably within the next three months. I feel like it if was not like sooner. legal department has the dining announcement held up, but they just had to... Get yeah. something out there, yeah. No, I think it'll be back before September. That's my, that's my prediction. So, man, I'm sure the phone lines will be easy and breezy <laughs> and super simple to modify reservation. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. Website's gonna work. Day. It'll be yeah. perfect. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, while we're on the subject of dining, let's talk about all the dining updates that are coming our way. Tim, hit me. All right, guys. I know this is not first on the list, but I'm going to go with the one that I'm most excited about first, and that is that we are getting the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor back (laughs) on Main Street, USA on July 7th. So the next time I go to Disney, I can get hand-scooped ice cream and sit on the sidewalk and people watch, and I'm so excited about it. Tim is very so, excited bro. about ice cream. He's very excited about salt and straw as well. Hand scooped <laughs> ice cream. None of this soft serve mess. I want hand scooped and a waffle cone. That's what I'm here for. 
So, so do you do you guys have time for a quick aside and a story? Because you reminded of me of this when of you course. said the Plaza ice cream. We witnessed the most epic people watching on this past trip. We saw a Emporium shoplifter in action. <gasps> oh my gosh. It was crazy. So quick aside, I'll tell the story. We um I'm I'm returning a pin uh to like the wall of pins. And all of a sudden, this guy next to me, I mean, no offense, Christina, like stereotypical Florida man, so, tank top, bleached <laughs> blonde hair, mustache, sunglasses. This guy grabs probably a good handful of the Moana pin pack. And I'm like, nobody needs a handful of Moana pin packs. That's odd. Shoves them in a basket, covers them up with a shirt, and goes on to the mm. next aisle. I was like, that's fishy. I should let a cast member know. So I did. And they were like, no, we actually have been watching this guy. So, you know, I feel like Jason Bourne in me has been activated. And now it's time for me to watch and make sure this guy doesn't get away with this justice. Um, so I follow him around the store. All of a sudden, he bolts out the exit oh, of no. the Emporium and runs past the Plaza Ice Cream Shop, which is what reminded me of this story into those bathrooms by the Tomorrowland Terrace. Mm -hmm. And I was like, guys, this is crazy. So I, I, I tell another cast member, they're like, yes, we saw it. We're on it. Please don't follow him anymore. I'm like, got it. I'm going to keep following him. Um, <laughs> Perfect. MacGyver is in action. <laughs> I was like, I should be. I thought about it later. I was like, if I, were, if I were filming this, this would be viral in 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. Anyways, he comes out of the bathroom in a different shirt. In a completely different shirt, he's wearing blue now, and he starts to walk towards the exit of the park with his full backpack of Moana pins. So I'm freaking out. I'm letting the cast member know. They're following him at a distance. He can't tell that I'm following him, too. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. But they, but all this to say, they have their procedures. They have their processes. This, there was another guy trying. He was all up in this cast member's face about why they weren't you know, like tackling him on the way to the bathroom. And I thought about it later because as he got onto the monorail, we talked to the security guard and he said, here's what happens. He's going to get off at one of the other stops where there's not a lot of people around and we're going to, we're going to make this, we're going to solve this without making a scene. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so smart the way that they do that and the way that they think about not in it. in the middle so, of Magic Kingdom. Correct. Because who knows if he's armed or something crazy and just right. goes nuts on everybody. Like, well, that's let the beauty all the way out. of that park specifically. I mean- you can't just walk out the gate and be at the parking lot, right? Like yeah. you have to yeah. get on a boat or a monorail or walk a really long way to a parking lot. <laughs> like, so to his dismay and mine, right? Yeah, but so. they told us they got him. So the story had a happy ending. <laughs> there you go. Unless you're that guy, um, and he's if he's listening, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was me. It was a good run. So back to the dining. Thanks for the aside. I hope the listener. I hope you guys were entertained entertained by that, that story. That was pretty so. entertaining. Christina, what other dining updates do oh, we have? Oh, this one I'm most excited about, and it is Casey's Corner. Hey! And it is now open. We are so excited. I cannot. I will be eating corn dog nuggets in just a couple <laughs> weeks. I am so ready for it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. And they have the cheese sauce back with the fries. Plastic oh, man. cheese. Gotta love the plastic cheese. Oh, Eat so organic I mean, outside, of the, outside of Disney World, but once I'm at Disney World, who cares? I do think it's interesting that that court coincided with fireworks. Like, yes, 
Because what do you what do you picture in your brain like the 30 minutes before fireworks at Magic Kingdom? People walking around with trays of hot dogs, finding a like massive. They hot probably dogs. sell so many hot dogs from like seven to ten p.m. at night. So it's it's just perfect for Fourth of July. It's though. perfect. It's like you yeah. have to have hot dogs and fireworks. That's right. And so and ice cream. I you know I thought and it was cream. funny when when they said they were doing the cast member previews of the fireworks. They're like, and they get complimentary dinner from Casey's. Ooh, like, oh, that's why they reopened. <laughs> Save that ten cents per cast member. That's right. Oh my gosh! That's right. I was watching all so. their all the cast member videos today. They those were TikToks so were wild. They were wild. Oh, yeah. The one I <laughs> yeah, they were yelling at Tinkerbell. They were that was amazing. Screaming at her or him. Oh goodness! Fly! It was so funny. That was a good one. That's hilarious. All right, Austin, give us another one. Well, I'll I'll hit the one that you are not excited about, Tim. Citricos. <laughs> Is reopening, and we did learn that our good buddy from Topolino's, that's why he was not there. He's headed back yep. to be the GM of Citricos. Israel. And it is returning with a Mary Poppins theme. So tell us why you're not excited, Tim. Why do you hate Mary Poppins? Why do you hate kids? <laughs> I don't hate Mary Poppins, <laughs> and I don't hate children. We have four of them. <laughs> I'm just frustrated with the grand floridian i feel like the grand floridian is in like a midlife crisis like an identity like they just bought the convertible and they're like 53 with the red convertible and like you know getting a tattoo or something it's like they're like polynesian got a refurb contemporary got a refurb (laughs) we got a what do we get yeah so it's like it just feels like a placeholder it's like what because you have a you know a bar that's themed a Beauty and the Beast right across the way, and now you're retheming French. I mean, Citrico's is like an incredible Mediterranean restaurant that's now going to be Mary Poppet. Like I don't know. Like Israel's great, and they kept their team. Like it's the same chef and all of that. So I think the food's still going to be great. I just don't get it. Like, what do you? I think want something to make sense. What do you think the menu's going to look like? Well, they already released some of it, and it looked great. It looked fine. Like is the, it, the food is it looks English good. food? I did not see that because I cannot keep up. But I don't know. Keep 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 talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was looking for because Disney never does something without a central story or a central theme. Right. And so I'm just wondering if there's going to be a bow near the end because I get it. Like Mary Poppins is in the UK, but what she the fits bow? that the. Victorian era theming, sure. but you're right. It definitely doesn't make sense with Enchanted Rose being right next door. No. So un- unless you're just saying like it's a European theme, like, but that's Riviera, you know, yeah. it's got the Italian French. So, and it's they definitely true. like the pictures, like it's all of these like different prints and floral chairs and very Mary Poppins. Like, yeah, I just like the food's going to be great. I think I just like is the vibe going to be? I I don't know. I did like but the chairs; like, they were very pretty. So I I might cool I might chairs. like the vibe. That's the one thing I thought, <laughs> like the menu, they've got like it's still Chef Andres, which was there before. He's fantastic. Sweet corn bisque with pickled fennel popcorn, um, a strawberry salad with goat cheese, butter I've got poached. Ten bucks on a dessert called Spoonful of Sugar. Uh, let's see. Let's we have a warm apple rose with seasonal apple, and we have a, a chocolate sugar. tort. So I don't know. 
What about a bread basket where you can reach in and it never ends? It's just constantly filled with bread. My wife would pay a lot of money for that, <laughs> especially if it had butter with like coarse sea salt. She'd be in oh. all day. Unlimited bread. That that so. menu doesn't sound like anything. Like it doesn't sound no, like it has a theme what, like, at all. Well, no, but they didn't have a theme before. It was just really good like Mediterranean food, which, so I don't know. Well, right. I'll get off my... <laughs> I'll get off my horse on that one, but it's okay. It's gonna be great. Christina, are you excited? I love Mary Poppins, but I, I mean I get what you're saying where it doesn't it really doesn't make sense. It's the Grand Floridian, yet we're turning it, it into something European when we have a European hotel somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah. I understand the the confusion there, but does Disney really let us down that much? That's true. They really well, don't. They- they did with the noodles, and you saw what happened there. Yeah, so that's true. <laughs> Which, speaking of that, I'm going to go with Trails End reopening over at Fort Wilderness, which pre-pandemic was probably one of the most, it was the cheapest buffet for sure. Mm-hmm. And it was very popular for one main reason, fried chicken, which mm-hmm. will not be on the menu. They have... Not fried chicken. It's like grilled chicken or like Ugh. some. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So they have like skillets of like all you can eat, you know, like they've been doing everywhere. They bring it to your table. No buffets, but no fried chicken. So I don't know. This might be the next noodle gate yeah, controversy. Yeah, this is going to be the next noodle, yeah. I think. People are up in arms about it. So, Which my theory on the noodles is they that they played that. They wanted a oh, totally. They want the PR. They had the TikTok video ready so fast. Like, no. <laughs> I, no. I call, I don't know. I think they planned that one. They know what they're doing. They're not dumb. Oh, yeah. They were tw- they were trending in the USA on Ohana and Noodles the day that released. No. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Free publicity. So, I love that. They're good yep. at that. But yeah, Trails End opens July 17th. And I, did you mention the date for Citrico's July 15th? You did. Just now. <laughs> Perfect. And so it's July available 15th. to book uh, July 1st, now. which already yeah, happened. So now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then right, um, what else? Eight Spoon Cafe at Animal Kingdom is now open. Baked mac and cheese. Baked mac and Isn't cheese. Isn't that one of those little, like, it's one of the trucks, right? Like the little. Oh, yes. It looks like a truck, like Yeah, kiosk. like a, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the one that really piqued my interest was the pork jelly donut sandwich. What mm. is that? Have you had that before? No, no, but I can imagine what it tastes like. Um, pork and jelly or jam actually go very, very well together. Um, mm-hmm. I would assume that in this dish, I'm going to get really foodie on you guys, but I would assume in this dish it's... It. She owns a restaurant, guys. She's allowed. She's fine. Just let her go. The pork is going to be, um, it's going to be the savory part. The jelly, I would hope, has a little bit of spice to it, so it's spicy mm. and sweet. Ooh, and then I do like that. And then the donut is going or to be smuckers. very, um, you know, obviously very sweet. So I think they're going to try to throw all. I hope they throw that all in there because it sounds yes. awesome. That sounds good. Does sound good. Um, yeah, that. That is an interesting dish. All right. What else do you have, uh, Austin? Any more restaurant news? 
Yeah, I mean, Dino Diner's coming back, but I know you're really excited about Salt and Straw. Yep. That's coming to Disney Springs. That's going to be great. We've had that in Disneyland before. Yep. It's amazing. It's kind of like Jenny's if you guys have had that in like a local city near you. But the big news that I'm excited about, this is the opposite of dining, is running. <laughs> running. This week, we waited. We knew it would be today. The run Disney teases have finally stopped. It is a f- officially coming back. We're run back. Run Disney will be back, and it's way sooner than oh, I thought yeah. it would be because I thought January 2022 would be the next run Disney event. But then they shocked us. They surprised us. When is and it? It's coming back in November, Woo. which makes total sense for the 50th. You food know? and I wine. Think they're, they're leveraging that. So oh, yeah. we've got the food and wine happening early November. Uh, registration is not open yet as of this recording, um, but I bet you those spots will go very fast. Oh, I oh yeah. cannot even imagine. Yeah. And they Talk are, about pent-up demand. They are having a post-race party. Which Ooh, I am in Epcot. Yep, that is the that is the best part of that race. If you run that race, um, you know what? I could be wrong. Now they may have changed it, but if you ran the race, I thought it was included, and then your guests, um, no, it, could like pay. I'm wrong, aren't I? I've never seen it complimentary. Okay, that just um, shows how old I am. <laughs> I think well, it's, it's an upcharge. It's, and this is why we're going to do an, a whole episode on Run Disney because it is the least understood offering that oh, yeah. Disney has. Every time I book it for somebody, they go, yeah, my park admission is free that day, right? I'm no. like, no, no, during the race, it's free. Yeah, you can, you'll be running in the parks, but you don't get to go to the parks for free that day. So they upcharge for everything. If you want a commemorative pin that says that you ran the marathon, upcharge. you pay for that pin. It's true. So I'm pretty sure the after party is not included, but wow, yeah, you can. I thought it was. It, it was back mm. in the day, and then your guests, you know, back anyone, in the day, your guests would have to pay for it, which was it ended up being so much fun because they would keep they would keep um, Epcot open until 4 a.m. Like, who needs to be at wow. Epcot until 4 a.m.? It was not me. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> not it. It was pretty no, rough after 13 miles, but it's okay. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to participate in the Wine and Dine Half Marathon, they're doing both in-person and virtual. So if you don't feel comfortable doing the in-person stuff, you can actually join a virtual race just like they've been doing throughout Which I think that's COVID. great. I think that's a great that's really cool. mm-hmm. yeah, option, keep that going. nice little transition into post-COVID life, um, yep. whenever that may be. And um, the registration for in-person for the Wine and Dine Half Marathon is July 13th, and then for virtual is July 16th. So any mm. any race that they have coming up in 2021 or 2022, you'll have registration for in-person, and then three days later will be registration for virtual. And those go fast. Fast. So, oh, yeah. Like minutes sometimes. Oh, it's happened Especially to me before. Especially the halves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The halves are crazy because – so. And then, then we got the news that Austin was expecting to be the main news. We've got Marathon Weekend coming back. Yeah. So January yeah. 5th through the 9th, 2022. Yep. Just in time for the Travelmation Retreat. Just in time for the retreat. So we'll be there. I'm sure we'll have lots of people running. I will not be one of those people, but I will cheer everybody on. Um, so that'll be great. And then registration for the marathon is July 27th. And then like Christina said, three days later, July 30th for virtual races. So, and you know why I thought that they would bring the full back first 
is the half marathon for Disney Princess half marathon weekend is actually the most popular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I thought the full would be kind of the, hey, let's get our systems ready to go. That way we're ready for the half marathon when we have like 40,000 people here. Totally. But no, they brought it back for wine and dine. Here we go. There we go. I love run weekends. They are so fun, so full of energy. They are a little bit oh, yeah. busier if you are there and you're not part of a run. They definitely are a little bit busier, but they there's an air with those those runners that are they're wearing their medals to the parks and everyone's in such a good mood. It's so nice. And if you get to catch one, it's even cooler. A nice little I feel like they've gotta have Riverside open. It's so popular <laughs> with runners. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. and that's a great resort to run and train and stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. gotta be reopening soon. And then like you mentioned, Austin, Princess. What what dates are Princess Marathon for or half marathon? Yeah, so the Princess Half is going to be same time as it normally is, February 24th through the 27th. And then this one opens for registration August 24th for in-person, August 27th for virtual. And like like we were saying, guys, get ready. It's normally 12 noon, but just you know, pay attention to your friends here at the Travelmation Podcast. We'll have you hooked up with the latest and greatest news. Oh, yeah. But you need to put it on your calendar. If you're not on the site at noon – you might not get a spot and they go so quickly. Especially yeah. now after They'll not having a right. race for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows what capacity will be. So yeah. right. That's so true. I but mean, it is such a great thing to do. If you just want a goal and you want a health like reset, it is a great goal to put in front of you. It is the most fun you will have doing a long distance race. Totally. It's so fun. Absolutely. They make such a ball of it. So we're going to do a whole episode. We're going to talk about Marathon Weekend. We'll talk about Princess Half Weekend. I haven't done Wine and Dine. I've heard it's really fun because it's at night. But Christina has. She slept in Epcot that night, remember? (laughs) Yeah. Basically. She was there till 4. Well, I love Wine and Dine because it's decorated for the holidays. So, I mean, you used to run through the Osborne Spectacle of Lights, which was amazing to do at like midnight and you're almost done. Um, it was awesome. So, but I cool. like, I like the villains theme that they seem to be doing this year. Oh yeah. Wickedly delicious. Oh, yeah. and then we didn't really talk about this, but maybe we should. There was a surprise Yeah, there's race. a surprise race. Um, mm. I don't think they've ever had a no, spring No, this is a time. new weekend. Yeah. Mm-mm. So this is a, it's called Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend and it's March 31st through April 2nd. We really don't have any yep. other information outside of that. There's no registration. It was very like a Eastery looking theme. Yeah, like mm-hmm. which spring, they haven't done. Which, so are they not doing Star Wars? They didn't say I that. No, that's that's the question mark because yeah. that would normally be in April. Yeah, or you know, Avengers if you're in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But if they don't do the Avengers one, I'd be shocked simply because they have to market Avengers Campus more. Right. You know, after the 24 hours of marketing that they did for it. Yes, correct. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a, it's interesting. I mean, we talked about the strategy behind this last week. You put the races whenever your crowds are the lowest. And so I think they're kind of watching, as we've talked about, they're watching park pass mm-hmm. reservations and yep. they're going, hey, these seem lower. That's the only reason they're keeping them. Correct. <laughs> because no one likes doing them. Uh, but it helps them gauge, you know, park capacity for that day. So. They're going to be even more strategic with when they plan these things. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
But that's a lot of news, guys. Yeah. We're already at 40 minutes, and that is all fresh from this week, which is amazing. So hopefully that helps you guys feel in the know, and we will be back with even more news, I'm sure. And maybe we predicted the future one more time. We'll see if we can hit our four-week-in-a-row streak. <laughs> that's but right. We'll see you guys real soon on the Travel Mission Podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Travelmation Podcast. And now it's time for Trivia with Tim. Last week's question was, what date did the Polynesian Resort officially open at Walt Disney World? Congratulations to Cynthia Roog with the correct answer of October 1st, 1971. And now for this week's question and your chance to win some fun Travelmation swag. What is one Disney restaurant that does not have a reopening date yet? To submit your answer, just head over to travelmation.net backslash trivia or shoot us a message on Instagram to enter and we will announce the answer and winner on next week's episode. See you real soon.